Hello, and welcome to Ipsa Dixit, a podcast on legal scholarship. I'm Brian Alfry, Spears Gilbert, Associate Professor of Law at the University of Kentucky College of Law. And my guest is King, who is a prisoner in federal prison and a friend of mine. And I'm looking forward to talking to him today about his experiences. So welcome to the show, King. Hey, what's up? Hold on. This police might be coming in right now. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I just got to look sometimes because they have certain calls and code words. So that's how the police are coming. Um, hold on. It's, all right, we can keep talking, but if I have to cut off. Don't worry about off. it. Can you hear me fine right here? Can you hear me fine right here? No problem. Okay, no problem. Good. So I, I can talk and watch real quick. Let me see what he's doing. He usually doesn't come upstairs. So uh, I know that me know if he's coming upstairs. All right. So this is this is intense right here, but we're gonna make it happen for for the podcast. <laughs> All right. So um, what's going on, yo? I, I thank you for having me, man. I really enjoy it. Man. I really enjoy being able to talk to you, man, and being on this podcast and you know giving myself a voice and, and a platform to even talk not only to people but just about things, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you know, I gotta say, King, the uh, the pleasure is all mine. And it's a great honor for me to be able to host your voice on on the podcast. And I wonder, you know, especially given the context that we're dealing with, you're dealing with right now, if you could talk a little bit about the experience of of being in in prison and how that affects your ability to express your ideas. For sure. Um, all right. Well, I know a lot of people on Twitter have seen the recent Miami Herald post about um, the inmate that went deep cover and, and got all this stuff out there. Um, and I, if anyone hasn't seen it, it's on my, it's on my, uh, I have it somewhere, retweeted somewhere, right? And But uh, that prison is just a three-minute clip of what a lot of people have been experiencing for years and years and years, what I've been experiencing for years and years and years, the uh, constant violence, the constant drug use, the constant... Hold on, I'm trying to see where the noise comes from. Okay, where we've been dealing with these these ideas and because and, prison reform is a new thing. So getting us educational programs and all that stuff is a new thing. Ever since, what, the early 90s, the mid-90s, and we lost all the Pell Grants and lost all these different grants for prisoners, it's been basically nothing up until just recently for, for, um, I'm sorry if I'm distracted, I'm just seeing the police. Um, No worries. Yeah. All right, so what's going on is, um, he should be leaving now, but, uh, so yeah, so these these um, we haven't had any programs or any type of help for prisoners in the last basically the whole time I've been in prison up until recently. So this was been constantly perpetuating the violence, the violence, the violence, more violence, more drug use, more violence, more drug use. Um, and it's not something that they, when I say they, I mean the prison, uh, uh, the prison cracks. I'll call them right for this conversation. It's not something that they don't want us to do. They, they want us to be on these drugs. They want us to be uh, 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 uneducated because it will help them and help their agenda. You know, if they could keep us uh, uh, high all the time, if they could keep us wasted, then 
they kind of don't have to, um, they don't have to watch us as hard. They don't have to think about any of us planning riots or, 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 or planning, uh, uh, okay, he's gone, all right. So yeah, they don't have to think about us planning riots or planning to, to, to overthrow anything when we're just kind of mentally numb, right? So what we've seen is, and, and, and there's a lot of prisons where I'm at right now that are, are getting, getting in a lot of, uh, getting in a lot of uh, heat right now because of what happened, because of this guy pushed out this, 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 this expose, I guess I'll say, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, it's just something that people needed to see though, man, you know, because a lot of people don't think that this is what's really going on in prison. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think that this is prison. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. see movies, a lot of people see, but well, people are dying every day in here. People are getting killed mm-hmm. every day in here and the police don't care. So, so what he showed was that consistent with your experiences? Oh, for sure, for sure. This is it's. I've I tell people all the time, and I fear that I've become kind of desensitized to stuff like this, man. Because I can see someone throwing up blood, I can see someone get stabbed and the face ripped, I can see someone get beat with locks, and it's kind of like, yeah, it's 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 like wow, man, look what's going on. But it's not as shocking as I think those three minutes were to a lot of people out there, right? So those three minutes were, were a, a culture shock for a lot of people. And I've been living in that culture shock for the last 15 years, you know, ever since I was 16 years old, man. So it's, it's, I, I've, I've grown numb to it, man. I've grown numb to the violence. I've grown numb to, to people getting on drugs and, and almost dying. I, I, I've grown numb to um, not being cared about, you know, I'm grown numb to these, these, these officers abusing us with all the different tactics. It's not just physical abuse, even though a lot of times it is, it's also systematic abuse and mental abuse that, that they constantly, constantly use to, to kind of make us numb. I think, I think they do that stuff to, to, to make us less human, dehumanize us. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, how do you think that prison guards and the people who run the prisons rationalize that kind of behavior and that kind of attitude toward the people who they are monitoring like i mean how does that work how do i mean like to the best that you can understand it how do they think about you Okay, well, listen, this is a perfect segue, right? I, I don't know if I told you that I do poetry, right? Mm-hmm. I write poetry. I do a lot of spoken word poetry. And I got one, that I got a poem that I wrote a couple of years ago when I was on, uh, when I was in solitary confinement about, um, it's called the DOC Creed, and I write it from the first person mm-hmm. of, uh, of an officer, man. And it's probably one of the most difficult pers- uh, poems that I've ever written because mm-hmm. I want it to be on point. I want it to be what they really think and how I really feel that they think, man. And so can I recite it? Uh, be I recite my guest, it man, please. Yes, absolutely. All right, all right. Because <clears throat> I even have a voice for it where I try to sound like some of these um, <clears throat> um, hillbillies, right? Um, all right, so it goes on. I woke up this morning before the sun. It was my first day of work. My life has begun. I tied up my boots, threw on my browns, picked up my badge, remember to frown. Uh, today I followed my family's path. Job that brings glory, much more than cash. You ask me what job that I start today? The proud DOC of the FLA. Where we house the untamed, just like a zoo, like caged animals, but men wearing blue. My papa once told me one day I will be a ruler of modern day slavery. You see, we date back all that history. This light brown secret society. 
the shiniest of boots and my lip full of dip. Can't wait to feel these cuffs hang from my hip because today is the day of CO powers. I hope that they let me work up in the tower and let one of them dark boys try to just run. I'll be there ready, cocked with my gun. Make old Paul proud of his first son. Obama can't save no man in the land I come from. I was born to wear this brown uniform, born to keep men broken and torn. Our weapons are, are spraying our cuffs and let one of them Chico's try to get tough so me and the fellas can stomp his ass down, show him this country don't need him around. The power I get when I walk through these gates is better than sex, I'm God up in this place. I'm the judge, I'm the jury, and I choose their sins. Modern day Caesar high lynch my peasants. They say once in a while we'll have a true rebel, but I know that five of us can stomp him down to a pebble. Our motto is spray for the rise and keep him ablazing because DOC is truly domination of Caucasians. Mm. Mm. So I really think that, I think I kind of grasped there, man, that this, they are taught. You could see when, when, when officers come and they're rookies, they're either going to be three types of ways. They're either going to be super friendly, they're going to be super scared, or they're going to be already bred and, and, and have families in this department of corruptions, right? However, when they all go to their, their training for three months or however long it is, 90-day training, I think it is, they come back, all of them, a little more cold, a little more ready for us, you know? Mm. So the ones that were already bred for or, 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 or born with this family in DOC, okay, that's one thing, but they'll come back and get sergeant stripes quick. But the other ones that were nice, that were friendly, that were kind of scared, come back with aviator shades and, and totally ready to, to take all of us on. So I think they kind of, hold on for one second. What's up, you need this or, or you want me to keep it here on the charger? All right, so, okay, where were we? <laughs> you, you you were you were talking about prison guards and okay yeah exactly. their mentality yeah and so they 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 go into these trainings they go into these ninety day training programs and come back and almost brainwashed they come back almost almost you you could tell they're all different and you can tell they're all ready to 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 look at us in a different way. They don't look at us. I think they go there and, and, and are taught, man, that we're less than human. You know, we're not mm. as human. We're crazy. We're, we all, uh, uh, we all are on drugs. What happened? They didn't do nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So we're all on drugs. We're all doing stuff like this. And, and mm. so they teach them that we're not people. I mean, I, I just find that really, I find that really disturbing right the idea that that it's not just that prison guards learn to be dismissive of prisoners because of their experience of prisoners but they're that they're like taught to be dismissive of the humanity of prisoners i mean it's like it's like insult to injury in a weird way and i don't understand it like why is it happening and like like what is your experience like your personal experience of dealing with prison guards and like seeing them change their behavior or understanding yeah well okay i've had a i've had a lot of uh, like law library jobs and stuff right mm -hmm. so the the librarians have to they don't go through such a as intensive type training 
as these 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 um, prison guards. However, they go through trainings every like every year or twice a year. They go through these trainings. So you know they are still civilians. A lot of the teachers and and prison guard. I, I mean, and uh, librarians are not prison guards. They're they're so they're ready to come back and and talk to us. They come back and tell us what happened. They come back and tell us their experiences. So I find out that yeah, man, they're 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 taught to you know, bow at us, they're taught to, to, to not, because most people are in here are not, are not, they don't have life sentences. Most people in here are not violent people. You know, there, there's a big class of, of, of gangs and there's a big class of, of, of people that came to prison for violent charges. However, they are not like inherently violent people, right? So what happens is, they tell them this, man. And they tell them most people don't want to go to confinement. They tell them most people don't want to, to, to get in trouble, man. Most people are just here just to do their time. So it kind of gives them a little leverage to, 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 to kind of really abuse us, man. You know, it's, it's, it gives us that, it gives them that leverage or, or at least they put in their mind that every inmate is not going to talk back. Every inmate is not going to, to, to buck. Every inmate is not going to, to have issues with you yelling at them because we're, we all been doing it. You know, it's something that when they come in your first day in prison, my first day in prison, fresh 18 years old, cause I was in the county mm. jail for like almost two years, man. You know, I just, I just. You know, I've been coming to detention centers. I've been locked up since I was young. So I know, you know, just kind of just walk with the crowd, do with the crowd. However, there's a lot of people that are coming to prison for the first time that have not been going to juveniles, right? And they come in and my first day, man, the dude right next to me, the officer slapped the shit out of him, right? Just for smiling or just for talking or just for something, right? Like, you know, they always pick one. Everywhere, every camp you go to, when you get to your new institution, they're going to mm. come with that rah-rah stuff, and they're going to pick one or two to slam on their shit, to slap, to, to, to show dominance. And when they show the dominance, it's, it's, it, it's going to be to somebody that, that really doesn't want any of the issues, because a lot of the people that are violent, a lot of the people that can get violent here, a lot of the people that, that are murderers or that have a lot of time in here, they don't mm. want the problems. They don't want people to, they, don't, they just want to do their time, man. They want to do their time. They want to get in this law library. So they're usually the quiet ones. And the officers can see, okay, don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. Okay, but this one's loud and laughing and stuff. Okay, he's probably only got a couple years and not taking this thing seriously. Let's go ahead and put him on his ass, man. So they, they, they do pick weaker ones out of it, man. They, they, mm. But they do it to show dominance, man, always. Mm, mm, and that's just you know every prison i go to every prison i go to your first day there is going to be your hardest one because they're 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 going to want to 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 show that this spot is not like your last prison i mean i i i guess the thing that really hits me is that the way you describe the experience of being in prison and the experience of criminal punishment is so different from the way we sort of academically understand that experience. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how it feels to be a person in, in prison. Like, what is that experience like? And what does it mean to you? To be a prisoner. I mean, you know, for... <laughs> okay, you see this facial hair I got? This is new. This is new. For my first 10, 12 years, they didn't allow us to grow facial hair. They don't allow us to do our hairstyle a certain way. So when I was at 
a couple a couple prisons ago when they were really strict on that i used to make sure to get the new fade with the mohawk and all that stuff just so they can tell me to go cut it and just like so i can tell them man y'all gonna stop dehumanizing me one day man you know I, I always have tend to do little things to hold on okay they're coming around for count right now man so uh let me give me one mm-hmm. second okay no problem no problem can you hear me hello yep 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 i'm here all right okay for sure now we should be in the clear now we should be in the clear all night we can rock till 10 o'clock now we're in there now man <laughs> you're good all right that was actually kind of awesome <laughs> okay that's cool that's cool right, that's I, mean, I i sort of take that as that's a example of what you're talking about so yeah. maybe like maybe like continue to reflect on All right, so, how it feels you know yeah. based based on like what you just experienced yeah and okay it's like yeah little things like that man where okay like I, man i'm on a phone right now i'm on a phone i have to hide being on a phone right you know what i'm saying it's like these little things that that you know we have to constantly in order to live a little bit in here we have to constantly try to get over on these people man we have to try to constantly fight for our for our sense of self-being, fight for our 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 humanization, right? You know what I'm saying? Fight for these, you know, these 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 I don't want to call them human rights, man, you know, but I just want to call them just, just, but sometimes they are human rights we have to fight for, man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we are, you know, sometimes they tell us to shut the fuck up constantly, man. And, mm. and my, I used to always tell them, man, listen, man, man, my first amendment, man, tell them I have the right to fucking say something, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fuck you. How about that, man? You know? And so, and I, <laughs> I mean, the, the, I, the right, the right to say, fuck you. Exactly. To my mind, that is the most fundamental right there is. And but they they take those away from us by giving yeah. us DRs. They have all these arbitrary type DRs that are called uh, 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 disrespect. If they feel that I'm disrespecting them by talking, by doing whatever thing, I can get thrown in the slammer for thirty mm. days. If they say that I lied to them, I can get thrown in the slammer for sixty days, and then could t- maybe take up take away all my game time. You know, all the good time I built up. And, and so that's, yeah, man, we mm. do have to fight for our fucking mm. rights sometimes, man. Mm. We do mm. have to fight mm. To, mm. to be heard. We, have, we okay. do have to fight, you know? Okay, okay. So, King, I want to have an entire episode with you mm-hmm. just talking about, like, the mechanics of being someone trying to stand up for your rights. Yeah, for sure. Right. For I mean, sure. I, I think we need. I, I, I think we need an entire episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, but, two. But, maybe two. But yeah, maybe two. Maybe yeah. two. And as far as I'm concerned, you can have as many episodes as you like because you are my favorite. My my, my like my deeply most favorite person to have on the show. But I mean, to close this episode. I want I want you to talk about how it feels to be interacting with people at the prison, right? Like, yeah. how does it feel for you to be someone who's trying to do 
legal work as a prisoner and how do they how do they treat mm-hmm. you because of what you're doing right and i mean like like yeah. let's let's say let's let's make that the closing sort of observation for this sure. episode prison sucks man you know it's just simple man prison sucks and it's not so much that the environment sucks but it's the whole ideology of this place man it sucks man it sucks man because everything they do man they do to keep us quiet man everything they do they keep us dumb you know in the, even in the law library right where we used to have all the um, jurisprudences and we used to have all these great things to help us be better law clerks to help people they took all those things away from us you know they, they, they they've taken so much away from us in these 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 law libraries they they if, if you start writing grievances to help people out man they kick you out of the law library they throw you in confinement you know these things that are are supposed to be are are you know are are uh, the ways we're supposed to, um, the ways we're supposed to cry out, man, the ways that we're supposed to do things in order as prisoners, man, they don't even let us do that anymore, man. You know, so it just really sucks, man. It, 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 being in prison, man, especially being in prison forever, man, and I, and I say I've been in prison forever because I really don't remember what it feels like to be in, in, in the free world, man. You know, I came when I was 16, and, and I don't remember what it's like before then, man. So it's, I do feel less than all the time less than human, less than, less than good, you know what I'm saying? Less than smart, less than educated, less than um, 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 handsome, less than, you know, I feel all these different ways mm. because of prison, man. You know, prison has, has, has you know, I, I, I really, really to get like real deep and serious right now, man, prison has, is my biggest insecurity, right? Mm. Being in prison, being a prisoner is a humongous insecurity to me, man. And I you know I, I I've lost girlfriends, man. I've lost friends, man, just because I've been because I've been insecure about being a prisoner. I don't feel like I'll, I'll be good enough until I get out. I don't feel like my words will be loud enough until I get about. I don't feel like I'll be able to walk far enough. You know, I feel like these gates really cripple me, man. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. part of the sort of thing. Yeah. No, I totally I I totally hear you, and. And I appreciate where you're coming from. And King, I hope this is the second among a number of missives that you will provide to all of my listeners. And it's a great honor to me that I consider you a co-host of the podcast hey man this is really i just stumbled on this man and i'm loving every minute of it man so we're gonna keep doing this as much as we can until i lose these phones man and then when i get some other ones we'll do it some more man you know awesome awesome (laughs) you're you're the bomb dude hey man i appreciate (laughs) you man i really appreciate you man
Yeah.